Hello lovely souls. Welcome to the Two Souls One Chai podcast. With me Umair and my lovely wife Rabil. This is a podcast where we talk about living a good story. Our aim is to share personal development insights for young adults using Islamic philosophy. So what are you waiting for? Grab a cup of chai and come join our conversations every Friday. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Two Souls One Chai podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Well, yes. Uh and you know today we are back with another topic and the whole idea is to impart uh, education for young adults using Islamic philosophy. And the topic of the day is how to deal with troubling thoughts. And uh guys, uh you know, if you have been following us this week, uh we did come out with a blog post uh on Wednesday where we actually spoke about utilizing tools in your personal development journey and following that we have this podcast and inshallah over the weekend uh we are aiming to launch our second tool which is going to be a worksheet uh answering the question how to deal with troubling thoughts uh with a framework so uh we didn't realize that actually we ended up having sort of like a theme this yeah. week although we didn't intend to but it's all kind of related yes uh, it reminds so, me of our initial days uh, when we started off uh, what we would do is you know the podcast the blog and our uh, long videos all used to have a theme yeah. uh, but then uh, we actually stopped that because uh, it was restricting us yeah, creatively we don't limit ourselves but right. this happened uh, naturally. naturally so yeah so you know uh, rabbi let's get started uh, with the topic that we have uh, but you know the topic being you know how to deal with troubling thoughts but let's start off with defining uh what are troubling thoughts well um troubling thoughts are basically intrusive thoughts you know unwanted thoughts that makes you feel disturbed or it leaves you feeling anxious or uh, dis- distressed because it contradicts with your basic core values you know you feel uneasy because you know that it's not you and in most cases right. interestingly in most cases these thoughts actually latch on to things or people that are the closest to our heart and hence why it makes you feel disturbed well so in in simple terms is you know if i have a value system uh, mm-hmm. internally and i get a thought because i'm in a situation or just uh, i experience something and then i go in that spin loop of yeah. trying to resolve the thought it's because uh deep down is challenging my core core, va- values. core values and um i think a lot of that uh stems from our intuitive mind because if, if you if you study the mind um uh, uh in fact there's a really uh there's an interesting book uh that i read uh thinking fast and slow and uh, one of the thing that the author speaks about is we have two minds one is our intuitive mind which is basically uh our evolutionary mind uh, that has evolved over time our certain senses because uh, of the way society has crafted us and that mind has been primed to behave a certain way and then the second one is our thinking mind where we have our critical thoughts thinking and that uses up a lot of energy and it's lazy mm-hmm. so whenever you know a thought comes we push it down to our intuitive uh, mind because that will answer spontaneously yeah. but a lot of time the reactions 
are not good. And the, the emotional intuitive, reaction. Exactly. And the intuitive mind will go in a loop. Because mm-hmm. if it goes to the critical mind, the critical mind will really break it down and try to uh, solve that. Um, so I think that, that that is one gist of what uh, that's one. That's basically one way of looking at it, you know, where Correct. it stems from, where it's coming from. And there's another way of also looking at it, you know, like since we, you know, we, we kind of want to focus on Islamic philosophy as well. Yeah. We, we look at the science behind uh, things as well, but we also try to bring in, uh, you know, the Islamic perspective. So what yeah. Omar mentioned basically is uh, the scientific stance you know that uh, where are these thoughts are, where are these thoughts coming from anyway yeah, so I, right? I think, I think uh, right now what we're trying to answer because uh, we have already defined what are troubling mm-hmm. thoughts and I think what I started off with was uh, trying to define uh, where are they coming, where they coming from? from so yeah what, so what, what were you saying about the Islamic so, so the perspective. Islamic perspective uh, is basically that these thoughts that you experience are basically whispers of shaitan shaitan being okay. in English devil right yeah and shaitan basically cons- uh, takes advantage of our lower self. So what's our lower self? Our mm-hmm. lower self is basically our ego, our nafs, you know, right. our lower desires. That's We all have that in us, you know. We have our lower self and we also have our higher self, right. which is more attached to uh, uh, Allah. It's basically our true inner goodness. Okay. So we, we all have that, right? So spiritually speaking, religiously speaking, these thoughts are basically shaitan trying to influence us and trying to feed our lower self instead of our higher self, which is our true inner goodness, our our fitra basically, right? So that's basically the uh, Islamic stance. And the scientific one is what you mentioned. It's now our inner, um, kind of like our subconscious mind. Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, actually want to add on, I think you were about to mention it, uh, it's the inner critic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is basically uh, the, the scientific perspective. And, uh, you know, guys, uh, whichever way you resonate with uh, more, you know, uh, the whole point at the end of the day is we will experience it. Yeah, we all and have, you know, we all have troubling thoughts and we all experience it. And so all this to say is that you're not alone in it. And also, the fact that you feel uneasy when you get a troubling thought or when you get an intrusive thought, it actually helps you out in a way. You know, when your heart feels anxious, when your heart feels uneasy, don't panic. In fact, use it kind of as a guiding force that if you're feeling uneasy over a thought, it means that it's going against your core values, which basically means that you are not these thoughts, you know. You shouldn't attach yourself so much to it because it's not you. You don't have to shame yourself over troubling thoughts or intrusive thoughts and all this to say is basically that your heart should be your guiding force and even uh, interestingly we, when we were researching about this we found out that you know heart the the word the word for heart in arabic is right. kalb okay. and the root of the, the the linguistic root of the word kalb is to turn one way or the other that means your heart can either turn towards your inner goodness, you know, your spirit, your true spirit, or it can turn towards your lower self, which is your ego, your nerves. So your heart is actually basically on the driver's seat, you know. It can, okay. it can decide which which way it wants to turn. Yeah. So if you can, you know, um, if you can manage your thoughts by, uh, you know, using your heart as your uh, guide, yeah. then you'll realize that, hey, it's not that difficult, you know. 
because we're not saying that the solution is to get rid of thoughts the solution is to actually manage them by taking your heart's guidance because that's how allah will guide you through your heart yeah and uh, i think uh, at the end of the day uh, we can never get rid of our thoughts uh, we will always have uh, thoughts i mean if if you look look at people say well i'm going to go and sit under a tree and meditate uh why people do that is to actually get away from their thoughts and it's a way to uh work around it and, and we're going to actually touch on it uh, in mm-hmm. in a little bit but uh you know what we're talking about here is your heart is your guiding force and i uh want to share something from the quran uh it's in the chapter 7 uh it's verse 200 and 201 Uh, and it states, uh, and if an evil suggestion comes to you from Satan, then seek refuge in Allah. Indeed, He is all hearing and all knowing. Indeed, those who fear Allah, when an impulse touches them from Satan, they remember Him, and at once they have insight. So, if I look at uh, these two verses uh, from the Quran, it clearly states that you know. Uh, your heart is your guiding force to allah mm-hmm. when we have an intrusive thought a troubling thought uh we should turn to the right path mm-hmm. um so again here like i think you mentioned earlier it can go either way left or right yeah. left is satan and on the right is uh, allah subhanahu wa taala so i think that uh, matches up uh, very nicely so uh i think so far we have spoken about uh at least we did try to define what uh troubling thoughts uh and then you know then we jumped on to where are they coming yeah. from the source of it now the main thing is a lot of young people always struggle with dealing yeah. so i know what think, do i do with it exactly now? and i think uh this is a very uh, key item and in fact um actually over here uh rabil uh, <laughs> actually have had uh, written a blog on it on her yeah. blog Uh, I'm going to uh, help promote her. It's uh, rabil.net. Actually, uh, I, I mean, I'm no longer working on it actively because now I'm more focused on two souls, one day. Yeah. But when I was research, when we were researching for this, I I remember that hey, I've actually written a few articles on this because there was a time where I was actively writing on mental health, on thoughts because I myself was you know dealing with a lot of intrusive thoughts. So and I, I but there's so basically I'm not actively doing it, but. the website is live and there's still a lot of helpful right. articles there that you can go back to and you know perhaps well, it can benefit uh, you self promotion <laughs> uh, and and i and i remember uh, that in your one of your articles you actually came up with this framework which you called it the triple, triple a, a framework, framework. <laughs> so i and, and uh, while we were doing research uh, for this podcast uh, we actually felt you know that that is something very uh, relevant mm-hmm. uh, but you know guys uh, just a disclaimer uh, we're not saying that this is the only framework yeah. out there uh, uh, in fact when you look at our tool uh, it's going to be a little more enhanced uh, it's going to be a little more interesting um, 
we do incorporate the frameworks that we speak about, uh, but there are other frameworks as yeah, well. Yeah. And and if you know you, you come across something good, uh, feel us. free to share with us yeah. uh, so we can bring it up uh, on our medium. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. I agree with Omer. And this is basically a framework that, you know, helped me, help us. And we want to share it because, you know, you never know it might help you as well. But feel free to, you know, uh, change things up or, you know, uh, improvise it to suit your needs you know yeah and I think your triple A framework basically spoke about the three A's which is accept uh, allow now and, and address. Uh, address so um, I think uh, you may want to start off with accept okay. so what exactly is accept so when we say accept right that's the first step right and accepting basically means that when you're feeling overwhelmed with the thought the first thing is accept it you know, accept that you are experiencing this this thought. Don't try to fight with it because these difficult thoughts are, you know, kind of like uninvited guests, right? I think it happens a lot in DC households. We have uninvited guests. And, yes. and the more you want them to go away, the more they resist, you know, the more they stay in your house. Yeah, sometimes so, we expect one them to stay. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's like you're going and everything. Uh, at the door at every day see party actually but anyway so that's how you deal with it you know accept it first don't try to push it away or don't try to fight it because the more you do it the, the more you're going to activate it so you sit down with it you know you close your eyes and you accept what you're feeling first that's yeah. the first step you know uh, just, just to add on uh, slightly uh, digressing we're talking about uh, guests I mean the jokes aside I mean that, that that is the priming of our society like I mentioned <laughs> uh, sometimes we uh, are not happy with guests but uh, because we speak about Islamic philosophy and that should be the core of uh, what we do mm-hmm. and if you look at guests in Islam uh, our, our prophet peace be upon him has also mentioned that every guest that comes uh, brings their own rizik. So you don't have to worry about guests coming. In mm-hmm. fact, it uh, enhances the rizik that you have uh, yeah. at your place. But once in a while, you know, uh, because our mind has been primed with our society, we do jokes and uh, we are human. At the end of the day, we are not perfect. That's so, a good point. Huh? So I thought, I'm learning also. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, you know, uh, it's, it's good to bring it up and share. But again, uh, let's get back to accept. Yeah. So... <laughs> like that was kind of like a lecture for me <laughs> thank you man no problem anyway so the first step like i mentioned is to accept it and while <laughs> and while you're accepting it sorry i feel giggly right now mm-hmm. <laughs> and while you're accepting uh you know the fact that you're feeling a certain way because of your negative thoughts you know uh accept the fact that we all will experience all sorts of emotions as a human Right. We're not just supposed to experience neg- uh, positive thoughts and positive emotions. In the human emotional spectrum, you're meant to experience them all, you know, the negative ones too, the, the positive ones too. So while you're accepting that you're feeling a certain way, reaffirm to yourself, you know, that you're not these thoughts, you're not these emotions, you're just experiencing them and you're not these thoughts until you act upon it. In fact, even Islamically, you are not punished until you act upon a negative thought. In fact, when you don't act upon it, you are actually rewarded, rewarded for it. Yes. So that's how merciful uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, you know. Uh, so, and, you know, actually, to add on to one point, uh, the human emotion, you actually spoke about the science of it, uh, the human emotion where we will experience joy, we will uh, experience uh, tears, and in fact, uh, when I was reading Quran, uh, uh, 
I think a couple of days back, I came across this verse, and I think I took a photo and I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's you know what? Uh, let me actually pull that up yeah, uh, because I sent the photo and I do not want to make a mistake because um, because I, I'm not quoting a book. I'm quoting the uh, Quran. the Quran. So um, and. It is stated in Surah Al-Najm, which is uh, chapter 53, and it starts off at uh, verse 43. It states, And that he it is who causes people to laugh and to cry, and that he is, and he it is who causes death and grants life, and he it is who created the two kinds of the male and the female, and Basically, if if we look at it, everything. It's a very beautiful verse. Uh, over here, uh, and the verse goes on. Uh, but this this two or three uh, verses that really caught me from this chapter were the emotion spectrum, joy, sadness, tears, laughter. Everything comes uh, from our rub. Exactly. And if our heart is guided rightly, uh, we may uh, develop a way where we don't fight with these thoughts. We actually accept. Yeah, and seek refuge in Allah. We accept that, you know, uh, where I am today, uh, it is He who it is putting me through this trial, this test. And if He is putting me through all this, He will get me, make, out, of it. Get me out of it. But I need to have that faith. I need mm. to have that conviction uh, that as long as I'm alive and I walk this earth and mm. I'm breathing, I don't have to worry. Yeah. He brought me here. I didn't come here on my own accordance. Mm-hmm. And he will take me away when he thinks the time is right. Yeah. Um, and with that, I think your heart uh, will be guided uh, exactly. in the in right fact, way. In fact, in the Quran, Allah mentions not once but twice that after every hardship comes ease. Right. And he repeats it twice back to back in this in back to back. I don't know what happened. I just lost track of my thoughts. See, and we're talking about thoughts. No, it's just that the verse you mentioned just now got me thinking and I got deep into it. But anyway, yeah. So, after every hardship comes ease. Exactly. And what you saw over here, I mean, uh, interestingly, this isn't planned or anything. Our podcasts are not scripted. Yes, they are researched. Yeah. uh, we do have it uh, scribbled on a piece of paper, but they are never scripted. Uh-huh. But what actually came here is your thoughts. You were mm-hmm. having a very positive thought, and then the Satan. Suddenly, I got like. And every time you realize when you try to guide your heart towards the, doing the right thing, mm-hmm. Satan will try to interject. But the thing is, can we Lose pull ourselves of, back? Like, I literally lost track of what I wanted to say, but anyway. Anyway, I think uh, the first part where we spoke about is. Acceptance. Accept. Uh, acceptance, yep. accept. So, now the so. next part uh, is allow. And what exactly is Actually, that? Actually, now I know what I wanted to say. Yes. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is that just now you were mentioning that, you know, we are put in different situations for a reason and Allah brings us out of those situations. And I, and I feel like even the reason why we are able to talk about all these things or reason why I came up with, you know, the triple A framework was because Allah first and foremost brought me in that situation where I was experiencing, there was a time when I was experiencing a lot of uh, difficult intrusive thoughts. And 
and he only got me out of it once I figured it out. You know, why yeah. am I experiencing this? So I wanted to say that, but I kind of kind of got stuck. Anyway, so moving forward to allow, you know, yeah. that's the second step. First one was you accept it. Now the second one is you allow the emotions, the thoughts to float to float within you and that's basically meditation as well right a lot of people think that meditation means that you get rid of thoughts no actually when you meditate you sit down with those thoughts you sit down with those emotions and that's basically allowing right you allow it to float within you and then you balance it off by changing your emotional state right so what do i mean when i say change your emotional state well Basically, right, I realized that when you're overwhelmed with a thought, when it has become so big in your mind, no matter how much you try to think positively, you know, a lot of people tell you, just think positively, uh, it will go away. Yeah. Actually, the, no matter how much you think positively, right, it just doesn't go in, it just doesn't absorb in because you're so overwhelmed emotionally. You're Basically, your emotional mind is overriding your logical mind, which Omer mentioned at the start. Yeah. Your emotion, your intuitive mind is basically emotional mind, right? So that's overriding, and so no amount of logic makes sense at that point. That's why it's important to change your emotional state. So there are basically a lot of ways you can change your emotional state. There, are f- we'll give you a few examples. First one being deep breathing, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people say that when you because a lot of people say that when you're breathing, it, it doesn't help. But the thing is, there's a certain technique to it. You don't just, when you're stressed out, when you're anxious, you start breathing heavily. Yeah. And that makes you more anxious because you're breathing through your mouth. That's your body's sign of, you know, telling you that you're, you're in some sort of danger. So that's why a lot of people feel like breathing is not helping. But it's because you're not breathing in the right way. It's deep breathing that actually calms you down. And the way to do it is basically, you know, to... Um, Breathe in through your nose and, you know, expand your belly and then after that, breathe out through your mouth and while your belly basically deflates. And when you keep doing that, right, it basically activates your relaxed uh, state. It, it activates that. Right. So deep breathing is one technique which basically brings you in the present moment. And this book I was reading, uh, which I almost am finishing actually, Secrets of Divine Love, it actually mentioned that, you know, Allah is actually in the present moment. And that's why Shaitan keeps putting thoughts in your mind to bring you out of the present moment and to, so that you're stuck in your head instead of in the moment. So deep breathing kind of allows you to come back in the present moment because it reminds you that this breath that you're breathing is Allah because He blew this breath in us. So that's one technique to yeah. change your emotional state. Uh, to actually add on, because uh, you touched on, on on a lot of the Islamic perspective, mm-hmm. uh, to actually uh, add on to what Rabel has shared uh, on a practical front. For me, whenever um, I come across a situation where I know uh, I may react um, in uh, in a not a very positive mm-hmm. manner, because the emotional state that I am in. Uh, has, will lead me to a certain behavior. For example, I'm at work and I'm stressed or I am trying to diffuse a situation or I am in the midst of a conflict. And when you are in that aspect, you start, you start getting bombarded with a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these thoughts, uh, later we go on to regret. So uh, one thing that I have always uh, developed and I use it is 
Whenever I am put in a situation, okay, it all starts off with self-awareness. You need to be aware of, of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you are aware that, well, I am already in this situation, I always take a step back and I do breathing uh, like what Rabil shared. You know, I'm going to uh, inhale from my nose and then I'm going to exhale out uh, from my mouth. You know? Best I just walk away from my desk for about five, ten minutes and... I try to clear everything in mm-hmm. my mind and I come back with a more uh, fresher perspective because if at that point I am to re- react and I do not uh, allow my thoughts to, to, to calm down, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, behave very unhumanly. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned, there's one key thing, self-awareness. And this is one thing that we focus on in our mentorship programs. One of them is self-awareness. So there's a whole framework on how do you even get here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we are speaking about techniques. Uh, those are the what, how, you know, a lot, a lot more the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. But on the very level, high level, how? How do I even know that I'm in this? Mm-hmm. How do I even accept that is self-awareness. So, guys, if you're interested, uh, you can go to soulsonechai.com, uh, browse for our mentorship. And, you know, uh, we are actually uh, offering a promo right now. The first 30 minutes are free. Mm-hmm. Let's have a discussion and see uh, where we go from there. Yep. Uh, now, like, coming back uh, to the, I think there is a second technique that we yeah. want to share. So, what so is that, Rabiel? So, so, first one was deep breathing, right? These yeah. are examples. You can follow any one of them, you know. It doesn't have to be just one. Right. So, first first example was deep breathing. You can change your emotional state through that. The second one being namaz, prayer, you know. Uh, so, if you think about it, you know, Islam gives us gives us so many techniques to, you know, get out of our mind and to relax and to change our state, you know. So, if, like I mentioned, meditation is where you listen to yourself, uh, you know, you let uh, your thoughts and emotions float. So, just like how meditation is listening to yourself, prayer is equivalent to talking to yourself, more specifically your subconscious mind or, you know, just now Omer mentioned, we have mentioned a lot about the subconscious mind and the intuitive mind versus the logical mind so anyway regardless of your faith right everyone can enjoy the benefits of prayer and personally honestly for me as a muslim i find a lot of comfort in crying my heart out to allah and even in the quran when the quran says you know seek help through patience and prayer it is actually offering us the perfect antidote for negativity yeah Anyway, so that's the second one, right? And that's then, the second example. And then there's the last one, and I think uh, we have spoken about it before. Uh, and it's very simple. Go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people undermine it, uh, and that, that includes myself, guilty of it. Uh, I sometimes uh, tend to, you know, uh, Rabel uh, tells me, hey, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like going for a walk. I'm tired. <laughs> um, but I can assure you every single time that I've stepped out for a walk mm-hmm. I was said like, hey I'm starting to feel very refreshed yeah. I am really enjoying it and I think we should do it more often but uh, <laughs> then I get lazy but uh, the, the whole idea is you know uh, walk when, away from the situation for a bit you know yeah and what it does is actually engages your five senses mm-hmm. 
in fact, you know what? Do any activity that you like. Yeah. It doesn't have to be walking. You want to jog, go ahead. You want to run, run. Yeah. Uh, you want to crawl, crawl. <laughs> I mean, anything, anything uh, that you know will make you feel good. Exactly. And, and that, again, is uh, something very personalized. Mm-hmm. And, well, I, I hope, you know, the sound techniques that we shared uh, do... Uh, help. So, so far we have spoken about acceptance, allowance, and then there's the last one, which is addressing it. So, the reason why we, you know, we feel like you should first accept it and then you allow it is is to basically calm you down because when you are in a calmer state, only then you can uh, access your logical mind and actually, you know, address this uh, negative thought or this troubling thought or try to understand your triggers more objectively because you're no longer emotional, you know. Right now, you can think clearly and logically. So that's why the first two steps are very important, you know. So now moving on to address, how do you process this thought, you know. Uh, And in fact, actually, we're coming up with a tool. If you listen to this on Friday, the tool is coming out the next day, Saturday. Our tool will come uh, come out. And the tool is basically a printable where you can sit down and you know unblock your mind or process thoughts and break it down right so it's kind of linked to the upcoming thing that's coming up so anyway how exactly do we process thoughts and the number one step is to first of all write down the thought what you know what is bothering you what what thought is bothering you and see the thought clearly okay this is the thought that's bothering me yeah that's step number one step number two is now, right beside it or below it, write down the reality, you know, that is actually aligned with your inner inner self, your spirit or your core value. Yeah. You know, write, write them side by side, the thought and your core values and beliefs. Yes. That's second, the second step. Now, the third step is list down all your triggers, you know, what happened that led to this thought? Or is it something to do with your past? Is it something to do with your childhood? Just be as detailed as possible. Like, how did the thought even come up to begin with? Right. So you write down all your um, triggers, you know. After that, you the, the next step is to break down these uh, triggers and to expose the lies. Why am I saying lies? Because sometimes these thoughts, they, they seem so real as if, you know, it's the reality, but actually it's not the reality. They are very far-fetched. They are very far-fetched. So, but I'm not saying that what you're feeling is not valid. What you're feeling is valid, but the thoughts are not real. So you expose, you know, these thoughts. Right. Expose the lies, basically. And once you are, you've done that, chances are you're already feeling better. You're already realizing that, hey, this thought was actually, I exaggerated it a lot. It's not even true and it's not in alignment with my core belief. But still, you know, end it off with a compassionate self-talk. You know, tell yourself it's okay. Tell yourself that now that you have addressed it, it no longer has power over you. And that, you know, you are on the driver's seat and yeah. now the steering wheel is in your control. <laughs> well, uh, I... and, and this, sorry, I'm, I'm again giggling because this is something Omar shared with me years ago. Years ago? <laughs> no, a couple of years ago. And I remember discussing this with Omar. And then after that, I wrote, uh, you know, the article we mentioned just now on Rabil.net. So I'm giggling because it's bringing up so many memories. But yeah, grateful to have Omer in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, uh, you know, just uh, as we are, like I always say, we are towards the tail end. Tail end. <laughs> you know, uh, guys, the whole thing is 
uh, whenever you have a troubling troubling thought, uh, look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, start off with asking yourself, is it truly worth wasting every single moment mm-hmm. of your day on this? Uh, will this even happen to begin with? Yeah. Because you, you don't know, right? You're just thinking about it. If no, then why worry? You know, if it's never going to happen, it's never going to shape up into reality, then why worry? Mm-hmm. It's, is it, well, if you think maybe uh, it may happen, then the question is, when will it happen? The next month? The next six months? The next year? Maybe the next five years? Or maybe even the next week? Um, so the, the whole thing is, why even worry about something that is yet, yet to happen? happen or, or might not even happen. Uh, yeah, may never happen. So you know what? And Learn also, to and also you know questioning ourselves that will this even matter to us in the long term? Yeah. Years from now, will this even matter? Yeah, and you know the whole idea is, uh, guys, uh, very simple. Learn to sit with it and usher it out of your system. And you know we actually hope uh, today's uh, podcast has been rather educational. Uh, you know, just just to quickly recap. Uh, what we spoke about today was how to deal with troubling thoughts. Uh, we started off with defining uh, what are troubling thoughts. Uh, and then we went a little deeper into where are they coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we actually shared with you on how to deal with them. Uh, in fact, there is a framework that we are proposing, the AAA framework. And I think uh, Rabil's the mind behind it. <laughs> uh, and then, where you know, the AAA framework was accept, allow, and address. And at the end of the day, look at the bigger picture. And we hope that you actually enjoyed this. Uh, you know, actually do uh, stay on to listen to the outro. But uh, on a concluding note, I actually <laughs> would like to share a beautiful poetry by Rumi. We should add in some music. Not doing the But... Uh, Rumi says, be empty of worrying. Think of who created thought. Why do you stay in prison when the door is so wide open? Move outside the tangle of fear thinking. Live in silence. With that, everyone, uh, we will conclude today's episode. Uh, Stay safe. Take good care of yourselves. And... Till next time, Allah Hafiz. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Two Souls, One Chai podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow and subscribe to us. And if you found something of value, do share it on your social media platform and tag us. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Moreover, we would like to thank Anchor, which allows us to create these amazing episodes and bring it to you all. And if you have any questions or thoughts, hit us up on hello at twosoulsonechild.com and don't forget to follow our website for more content each week. Till then, take care and and Allah Allah Hafiz. Hafiz!